welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey guys, thanks for joining me today. I'm here with returning guest, Jesse, who is, I think, the most successful Etsy seller that I know. Jesse, man, thank you for being here. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Ryan. Super excited to uh, be on here and add some more value today. Yeah, we definitely, uh, I, I should say, back by popular demand. We had some interest after part one. Anybody who missed part one, I will link to it here. But, you know, things do change with time. It's 2024. It's a new year. I'm excited to sit down and just get your insights into like where you think people should be spending their time focusing their efforts on Etsy, Amazon, wherever, really. I mean, I just want to know like what's what's new with you? What has been working? Yeah, absolutely. No, it's a great question. And it's definitely a uh, very asked question to me, like, hey, you know, where should we be focusing in 2024? Like, where did the opportunities sit? What should I be doing to actually grow my POD business? And um, it's kind of funny, my response here, because it typically comes back to the foundational pieces, um, because what has worked for a long time still works when you understand uh, the fundamental approach, which is when you're selling on a platform like Etsy and Amazon, which is everything I talk about where all my success has been done, it's properly leveraging search volume. And that has details, of course, behind it. But that fundamental principle will never, ever, ever go away. It's why we give Etsy and Amazon a percentage of our business to begin with is because they're providing us with the customers. So it's really our job to look at how can we identify and find the products that are highly, highly in demand and then execute on it for ourselves. And if we're really good at that, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, 2016 or 2026, uh, the opportunity still sits there that leveraging that that is available that search volume behind the products that are highly in demand is where we should be spending our time. So to get a little bit more detailed on that, uh, there's obviously going to be uh, certain areas that we should focus on more and more um, as marketplaces develop and as opportunities you know ar- arise for us. So um, for me in 2024, a big focus is on uh, product types that are not as available for every which way we look and, you know, for mainstream print providers and finding those golden opportunities. Um, so with that, um, you know, different opportunities out there, like uh, certain drinkware categories or jewelry categories or other product types that you just don't see as often being focused on um, are really good opportunities. And the reason why that is, is because there is search volume for a lot of other product types that aren't your main, you know, t-shirt coffee mug scenarios right. that, you know, main print providers like Printify and Gelato and all these companies have focused on and many people preach about, about selling these specific product types. And I'm not one to lean away from those, but I think in 2024, it's more worth our time sometimes to focus in on these more strategic, uh, sorry, strategic type of products. Um, and we can talk a little bit more about that in a minute, but that'd be my main thing to start out with is to find these product types that have the search line behind them. They have the margins behind them and to double down on those. Dude, no, it's music to my ears, man. Like <laughs> as a, as a talking head, as a YouTuber, I, I feel myself saying the same stuff over and over again, but it sometimes just needs to be said. It's like, sometimes you keep it simple. Where are the customers shopping? Oh, they like to shop on Amazon. Oh, they like to shop on Etsy. Cool. Let me go establish a presence on those marketplaces. Let me go figure out what product types they're buying, you know? And, but that's like you said, though, it is as the thing, as the picture evolves, I will say it is much harder today to sell a damn t-shirt on Etsy than it used to be. I used to get away with murder on Etsy when I started out in 2018 because the competition was a fraction of what it is today. So I, I get you. It's resonating with me. Yes. 
Absolutely. And and that's the interesting part, too, is in, in an evolving marketplace where there's more and more competition, there's more sellers coming in there and it's more difficult to sell. It really is. It leads you back to really understanding the basis base process, which is if you provide more value than what someone else provides, you will win. It doesn't matter how saturated a product type is or a specific product offer. I call these micro markets like individual products that are in demand. It doesn't matter how saturated it is. If you make a design that's better, if you make a product that is better, the better product will always win regardless of saturation. Um, I actually was just on a call with a seller, uh, I think about a week or two ago. Um, her name is Jen. She, I've actually coached her like a year and a half, two years ago almost now. And I haven't talked to her for a bit. She's been off to the races for a bit, but she's doubled down on t-shirts. So t-shirts being the quote unquote most saturated category on all of Etsy and all of Amazon when it comes to POD products. And she ran $1.18 million in 2023 strictly with her t-shirts. So it just goes to show, even in a saturated environment, if you understand the core principles of how to add value through your designs, through your photos, through your entire offer, and you do that at scale, you will win even in 2023 or 2024 now. Dude, that's inspirational, man. That's that's crazy. So I, I guess you just said you coached her. There's going to be some people wondering, what does it take to work with Jesse? I mean, while we're while we're talking about it, why don't you let them know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I, I originally started out my, my journey with coaching a while back where I was really coaching sellers with Printify and Etsy was my, my main focus. And I, I developed over time, I, I saw a huge opportunity, which is with these more strategic style products. So I, in uh, 2023, spent a lot of time, even in 2022, is developing it. But uh, it's Inner Circle Prints. It's my own fulfillment company that comes with education as well. So we have two big focus points. We focus on these strategic product types that are not really available through mainstream print providers. And if they are, uh, you typically wouldn't find the fulfillment costs to be really acceptable to price effectively. And then on the flip side of the spectrum, uh, we have the, the world-class POD education that allows for sellers to take these golden opportunities and to leverage them. And we actually guarantee results. So uh, in order to work with us, uh, we do ask for you to uh, go through our free course. First off, the free course I have is value-packed. It's well worth your time. Uh, it will teach you uh, the beginning phase of actually getting started in the POD space. And it's it's pretty high-level information. It's not just your basic, like, sign up for Etsy and do this thing. It is telling you exactly what to do on a practical note. And then after you've watched that, if it seems like it's something that you're interested in, to go apply, you can apply through innercircleprints.com. I uh, just click the apply now button. I think uh, Ryan I just had it pulled up. Go. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so you can go check it out there, uh, go through the application. And if it seems like a good fit for you, we can definitely talk and see if that's something you're wanting to do. So again, our focus is on the strategic product types and the world-class POD education to actually get you to hit these goals that you're hoping to hit. Yeah, I'll definitely link that in the description. So anybody, anything we reference in this, I'll uh, make sure to link at the top of the description. I guess before I forget, you know, we did ask if people had any questions for you the last time we were here. And uh, we should probably hit on those questions. He says, I would love to learn how he scales if he uses just Etsy ads or social media slash driving traffic from uh, outside to Etsy and to Amazon, wherever. Uh, do you have anything to comment on that? Like how people can drive their own traffic? Yes, yeah, super good question. So first off, just all transparency. Uh, for me and all the sales I've driven, I've driven over 420,000 sales on Etsy, over 250,000 sales on Amazon. Um, been you know in the top 100 during holiday seasons with multiple of my shops. And I've done this all without using any external traffic. So I don't do, focus on any social media ads. I don't do any Google ads. I don't do anything besides leveraging what's available on the platform. Um, so with that, I do use Etsy ads and I do use, you know, Amazon PPC. Those are definitely going to be worth it to me because again, 
I'm properly leveraging search volume. So I want to I want to leverage that search volume even more. So knowing what buyers are looking for, I'm going to, you know, really put put a shine of light on it by running Etsy ads and running Amazon PPC. So I highly suggest that. Now, Etsy does reward you, I believe, quite a bit for driving external traffic. It's just not my personal strength. And so maybe that would be great for someone else to talk on. But for me, it's not how I drive my success and it's not what I teach. I teach it right on the platform uh, with what they have available. Yeah. And I'm always weary of people that think that they can like manufacture organic traffic. You know what I mean? Because think about it. If you could do that, like you're a rich person, let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah, no, it's you know? definitely it's definitely an interesting uh, uh, aspect to POD to look at taking your social media and driving it over. Now, here's, here's where there's a gap to me. If you take like social media ads or Google ads, you're taking external traffic and you're bringing it onto a platform. Why I believe that's not such a good idea is because you're taking your dollars and you're deploying it for Etsy or for Amazon because they're going to land on your listing or your offer. But then they're sitting in a sea of other offers where they can ping pong around and look all over the place. So you're almost, you know, really helping Etsy out or helping Amazon out more than you're helping yourself out sometimes, unless you are an expert and you've driven success that way. Awesome. I just don't suggest, you know, taking external traffic to a platform. Yeah. I mean, there's only so much time in a day. Your time is money. How is it best spent? Is it trying to like manufacture, a, you know what I mean? Like a following on Instagram for your print on demand products. Like it can be done, but man, it's tough. You know, it is. Yeah. It's tough. Um, someone asked you about like Etsy ads and I'm always interested. Anytime I get to sit down with an expert, like I want to know their thoughts on Etsy ads specifically, you know, yes. it's, cause it's a little bit different than the traditional, you know, ads approach where, you know, on Amazon, like you mentioned, we can go in there we can do a manual ad campaign. If we have text in a design, typically it's like, that's low hanging fruit. Put the text that's in your design in a manual ad, set a bid, let it run. But what about Etsy ads? What are your thoughts there since we can't do that? Yeah, no, it's a really good question. And Etsy ads have, have uh, you know ups and downs with them. They have good sides and bad sides. And the biggest thing you have to understand is what can you control with Etsy ads and how do you leverage them properly? And that really comes down to your core offer. So the very beginning part of understanding how to properly use Etsy ads comes back to you have to be offering products that are directly in demand. There can't be a gap in that. If you are guessing on which products you're going to offer and then you have Etsy ads flipped on to your products, uh, it's going to be a hit or a miss entirely if that product's going to perform well because the, the workflow is wrong. You need to start with identifying products that are in demand. And now that you've identified it, you can leverage what I'd refer to as relevancy. So when your relevancy is super high with your titles and your tags and your offer, uh, what happens is, is Etsy ads tend to perform a lot better. So if your design on your product is married to your title, which is married to your tags, and there's no breakage in any of that, uh, you tend to get a much better result than if you launched a product on Etsy and then flipped an Etsy add-on afterwards, not knowing what exactly was leveraged there, what is in demand, what's not, what keywords should I use, what should I not use. Um, and if you're confused on that at all, you'll get very poor results, which is why so many people are against Etsy ads. They, they're one of a kind product. They bring to Etsy. They bring it to life. They're so excited. They flip on Etsy ads and it's super negative or nothing's really happening. And it's because the foundational piece was missed that they need to start with search volume first and then leverage relevancy second. Um, so that, that, again, think of the trio. Front photo, which is your design and your base product mixed with your title and your tags. If there's any breakage in that trio right there, your Etsy ads are probably going to not perform well because Etsy has full control over our ad spend, which is the downside. So that is why the framing on the front end is so important uh, because when Etsy uh, takes all your title and your tags and you know they're, they're working with 
all these components to where your listing is going to be set on Etsy, and they're going to show it to those buyers that they deem relevant. If you messed up the relevancy aspect, you will lose. <laughs> so you need to be hyper relevant with your offer when it comes to titles, tags, and front photo in order to drive success with Etsy ads. And we see them work, by the way. I see them work in all throughout 2023. They're still working in 2024. They're still going to work in 2025, but your relevancy has to be dialed in. I like that, man. I like that. And uh, obviously anybody who's ever shopped on Etsy knows how important they or how, you know, just valuable they can be because they put you right there at the top, you know, and there's different ad spots, I guess. But, you know, yeah. any visibility is good visibility if, if it's a match, like if it's correctly aligning, you know, your product with the search terms put in the search bar. So, yes, for sure. And, and with that Etsy ads, too, there's there's also a misconception from from my point of view of, of what they're really utilized for. Um, so thinking of this, you know, Etsy, first off, it is a saturated marketplace, just like any other marketplace is. There's no marketplace that is worth your time in 2024 that is not saturated. So with that being said, Etsy ads are actually a tool for you to beat saturation, to overcome that saturation, to develop a great product and then throw it on the front page or somewhere where it can be visible for a buyer to purchase without Etsy ads you wouldn't be able to get a product visible in a saturated market many times over because there's so many sellers who have driven great results for a long period of time where they have driven rank. So you actually get that ability. If you, you know, create a great offer, a great design, a great product, you have that relevancy in titles and tags to front photo. Then you flip on Etsy ads. Now you have opportunities. You have at bats for your business to be able to get the product to sell and to drive rank. And once you've driven rank to maintain rank, and continue getting the organic sales because that's really the long-term you know effect of running Etsy ads. It's not that you know the Etsy ads is going to be your business, it's that Etsy ads drive your organic traffic, they get your organic rank in place and they allow you to have that visibility to generate those sales. And over time, you go from maybe running, you know, 50 or 60% of your sales through Etsy ads to then turning into 80% of your sales plus are coming organically because of what your Etsy ads are doing. So view them much more as a tool. Uh, than a direct expense to your business. Yes, it costs money to run Etsy ads, but they are something that's going to allow you to generate way more revenue, way more income over time when deployed effectively. Awesome, man. Yeah, that's a great answer. And uh, I, I was going to ask, like, while you were talking, I was thinking, do you, would you rather launch like one pristine product listing if you had to choose between like one listing in one niche versus like maybe get like 10 sub niches? that are, you know, in that niche and make 10 listings? Like, do you have a kind of a vibe on, you know, less products versus more products, I guess? That's a great question. So it's always a mix of both. Like you cannot be fo uh, fully focused on just the quality and have no quantity, but you absolutely cannot be focused on just the quantity and lack the quality. So you have to have a, a combination uh, of both of these in, at play. So um, when I've seen sellers who are, you know, following the process correctly for, for leveraging search volume, sometimes that development takes time. So that's, that's where people get hung up. They're like, man, if I was to really focus in on the search volume and to really develop my offer and to spend all this time on my design and all this time on my photos and all this time on making sure I have the great pricing structure and variations and all these different things, I'd be spending a whole lot of time doing that. And the answer is yes, you will. <laughs> you absolutely will. But without spending the time, you can't, you're not going to generate the sales. So you can't just go purely to the other side of the spectrum, which is the quantity. I'm going to launch 25 listings a day for the next 365 days straight and expect that to work in 2024. That could have worked in the past, but now it's not going to work because you're lacking the value um, to your offer. So with that being said, it's both of them together, though. You can't just be stuck on quality and have 10 pristine 
listings up on Etsy that are POD items and think that those 10 listings are going to generate you thousands in sales. That's, that's not going to happen. So a mix of rather than thousands of products, I think your goal should be hundreds of products. So that's to me, proper framing of what it should look like and hundreds of products over the course of, you know, six months or a year to getting to 200, 300, 400, 500 quality products that are properly leveraging the search volume that's available for you. That's more the goal than having two, three, four, 5,000 products. Um, you know, that's where the, the quality tends to drop quite a bit. And you keep coming back to search volume. Uh, is that like part of the secret sauce that they need to, you know, click the apply button on inner circle prints to get like the full exposure to, or do you have like a favorite tool that you just wanted to plug that you use to evaluate it? Absolutely. You know, that, that's a great question. So search volume is not, there's no secret sauce here. That's, that's the funny part. I, there's nothing that I do and that I teach that has secret sauce behind it. Just so you know, a lot of times it, it's the, the way in which I teach it and the understanding I give you and the practical advice that you're like, Oh, that makes a ton of sense. And now I can actually work with it because I understand what I'm doing, but there is no secret sauce with that. However, there is tools that do help you. Uh, one of the main tools that I use and the tool that's getting better and better and better is Everbee. Everbee is a great tool for Etsy sellers who are looking to, you know, leverage search volume properly and find products that are in demand. So I, I view it a little bit different because I think that any tool out there, whether it's, you know, Everbee or Allura or any other, you know, growth style tool that helps you collect data, data collection tool for Etsy sellers, uh, they're going to be flawed somewhat because we don't have an accurate read on every single data point when it comes to, you know, search volume for products or anything like that. But what I do think is more worth your time, it's using tools like Everbee. And to look at finding the products with those tools that have sold a tremendous amount of times. If you find products that have sold 400, 500, 2000, 755 times, whatever, whatever the number is, if it's, if it's in the upper hundreds of times that it's sold, you know, for a fact, there's search line behind it, because if you're on a platform and you find products that are selling, there's no way they're selling without having search line behind them. So I like reverse engineering search line in that, that aspect, which is, Find the products that have sold, which alludes to the search volume. Rather than using a tool to estimate search volume, that's a tough number to estimate. Estimate. Yeah. It's a lot easier for these tools to estimate the overall sales than it is for the search volume, at least in my opinion. Yeah, because I mean, you're not really getting. I don't know. I don't know what. Like, what would you use as a baseline? I don't think Google gives it. Amazon doesn't give it. Etsy doesn't give it. So it's uh, that would be tough, you know. But I, I like Google Trends too. It's like you don't get the the discrete like number of searches, but you get it on a relative basis. So sometimes like if I just am doing like, what keyword do I prioritize if they're synonyms, you know, mm -hmm. pop in Google trends, type in both and you can see that one's more popular than the other stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think you're spot on there. So uh, all these tools that give you clarity on the macro, meaning that you can see as an overall ratio, you know, these terms are worth your time as an overall ratio. These products are worth your time. This is where you should be, be focusing your energy. It's not necessarily going to be exactly precise to a T, but it's definitely going to point you in the right direction. And it does a lot of uh, the manual work for you. Uh, for me, I used to do this all manually before there was these really cool tools like Everbee out there. Um, I was doing all these processes manually and going in and clicking into shop, finding shops and clicking into the listings and looking to see what metrics are on there. Do they have like a bestseller badge? Do they have items in the cart? Do they have, you know, lots of favorites? When do they last sell? And I was just only focusing that way. And it took me weeks to build out what I call a high potential product list, identifying these products that are in demand, which now takes a day. You can use a tool like Everbee and right. isolate the products that are selling over and over and over again. And the data collection is much quicker. That's awesome, man. And uh, I know there's gonna be a lot of people interested in, um, you know, potentially learning directly from you. Uh, I was looking at the comments on our old video, and we definitely had some great feedback on even your free training. 
You know what I mean? Like literally someone's comment is just, I just completed his free training. And then it just says, wow, exclamation point. So, um, is that going to be, is that going to be through uh, inner circle prints? We'll just put that link at the top. Is there anything else you wanted to share? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we can, uh, if you want to drop the link to the free course in your description, that'd be great on this video okay. just so people can go check it out. If they want. And also once they watch the video, they can apply directly to inner circle prints after that. So I highly suggest go check out the free training and uh, you'll, you'll get the understanding there and then move into applying. If it is something you're interested in, you can hit the apply now button on inner circle prints. If you are looking to apply, it will create an account for you. And it's going to send you to like a 13 uh, questionnaire form. So you can have 13 questions to answer to see if inner circle prints is the right fit for you. If we have deemed you as qualified and we can see if we can work together again, inner circle prints does come with a guarantee, which is unlike any other POD program out there. We guarantee a hundred thousand dollars in sales um, or your money back in full. Now there is parameters to the guarantee. I don't just throw that out there lightly. Um, if you have questions on that, you can talk to me directly. Um, yeah. So definitely feel free to watch that training and go ahead and apply over to inner circle prints. Is that something you're interested in? Nice, man. Yeah. You're a good guy. You're a trustworthy name in the space. Um, you know, anybody who's familiar with Steven, we know that, you know, you've worked with him as well. Yes. So, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's been a pleasure having you on, uh, your wealth of knowledge and, you know, I'm excited to see what's next for you in 2024, man, whenever we get part three together. Absolutely. Sounds great, man. I really appreciate you having me on the channel. Hopefully we add some value for your, uh, your subscribers today. Yes, sir, man. It's Super Bowl Monday. You know, I'm not feeling hundred uh, percent, let's say after last night's festivities, but uh, it was great sitting down with you and uh, everybody who watched this video, please check out Jesse's inner circle prints, check out the free training. When you launch your YouTube channel, let me know. I will also link that in the description. I know there was chatter about that potentially taking place this year. Uh, Jesse, man, thank you for being here. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Ryan. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm.